Welcome into the In the Money podcast from KeelanSelect.com for Saturday, October 22nd. I'm Tom Leach along with Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development, Jim Goodman. Late pick four starts in race seven and includes the grade two Lexus Raven run. Should also mention that there is a second stakes race on the card, the Perryville, and it is in race six, so it launches the late pick five. And there is also a uh, Keeneland all-turf uh, pick three that starts in uh, race four, the $3 wager that has been popular. So put that uh, on your reminder list. So, Jim, let's jump in with the grade two Lexus Raven run. This is always one of my favorite races of the fall meet. Usually get a, a big field, well-matched three-year-old fillies, one of their last chances to run against their own age group. Produced a, a Shamrock Rose, came out of this, won the Breeders' Cup a few years back for Mark Cassie. So, uh, possible, I guess, we could see a Breeders' Cup horse come out of this, but who do you see winning the Raven Run? They have to roll back pretty quickly here. Uh, it's only two and a half weeks, or uh, I guess uh, two weeks from Saturday. Yeah, I can't believe it's two weeks from Saturday. I just scared myself. <laughs> uh, I like Smash Ticket a lot in here. Rob Atris brings this horse down from uh, New York and Pimlico and, and brings uh, Kendrick Carmouche to ride. And the horse has got all kinds of speed, and uh, Rob Atkins has gotten that speed out of this filly. And the last two races have been extremely impressive. She almost got caught by Betsy Blue in the uh, optional race at Saratoga, and Betsy Blue came back and won. And then she followed that up with, uh, for, forgive the pun, a smashing performance in the weather vane at Pimlico. So this is a logical move up for her. This track has been playing, as you know, to speed. She's drawn in the two-hole. All kinds of indications to me that Smash Ticket is going to run a big one here. Um, Freedom Speaks for Giroux is interesting to me, coming off a turf race at, at Kentucky Downs. She has only had one dirt race, and it's her, the worst race of her career. But maybe she's just getting better at the right time and can go turf to dirt. Midnight Stroll for Terra Nova and outside with Saez comes out of the uh, Charlestown Oaks. Uh, one to Delaware Oaks, a grade three at a mile sixteenth, so this is a seven furlong race. She shortened up in the Charlestown Oaks. Society won that pretty easily, and then came back and won again. So she's doing a little bit over her head. Fingles, uh, Fingles Cave for David Donk and Rosario. You've got to consider, and that that filly will challenge Smash Ticket on lead. I just think drawn inside with incredible speed, never been better. Four for six lifetime. I'm going to take a stand here with Smash Ticket. Um, the other horses seem to be just a little notch below to me. Yeah, I think she is is definitely the one to beat. I am going to try to beat her uh, for the price, and if I'm going to try to beat beat her, then I'm going to try to do it with a with a price, or otherwise I'll just go smash tickets. So I'm going to try midnight stroll on the outside. The third to Society, it's noteworthy. Society came back, and won the Grade One Cotillion, and the last uh, two numbers uh, suggest that this horse is uh, is improving. Uh, she had a troubled trip back in the spring at Pimlico in the Black-Eyed Susan, so just draw a line through that. And then the last race, she had a little trouble when she finished third to Society, and otherwise, it's ones. So um, I think this one, and Saez taking the mount, I thought was interesting. And then two really sharp works, uh, 112 and 4 on the 9th of October, 46 and 3 on the 16th. So that uh, combination of factors uh, gets me to midnight stroll over smash ticket to try to catch a little bit of a price. Uh, if you want to go deeper into pick four, Wicked Halos won three in a row, and it's Asmussen. Uh, the five, Fingles K, four for four with Rosario coming in to ride. But uh, I'm, I think 
if I had to guess, I, I, I like Midnight Stroll and Smash Ticket uh, a little bit better than, than the rest. Let's go to the seventh race that starts the late pick four. Second level allowance, three-year-old and up fillies and mares, turf sprinting. I like the two-horse Empress Tigress a lot in here. They took her up to Canada and won a stake against a good field in just her second start. And uh, Darren Ann, I think, was third in that race. She was uh, hit the board in the Breeders' Cup uh, sprint last year. So Empress Tigress, to me, looks really strong in here. And I like the fact that uh, Johnny Velasquez keeps the mount on this filly as well. So uh, a, a strong lean for me on Empress Tigress. Storm Kiss would be probably the only other one I could see winning for Wesley Ward. And he's obviously always money in these turf sprints. But the horse that uh, Storm Kiss beat last time, Shannon, came back and didn't, it ran okay, but nothing special on Wednesday. I kind of disappointed, I think, is the favorite. So maybe um, just on uh, a little tougher schedule, I'm giving Empress Tiger the edge over Storm Kiss. I couldn't really make a case much for anybody else. If you, if you wanted to, uh, Muse, the four, did run well here last fall. Uh, and then Artos, the seven, comes off a win, but is 0 for 2 against Empress Tiger. So, sorry to make that Empress Tigress. And I like her a lot in this spot. Not enough to single over the Wesley Ward, but uh, I like Empress Tigress a lot. How about you, Jim? I like I like her, uh, but I don't like single here. I'm going to do that in the in the Lexus Raven run. Um, I think she's the likely winner, but I, I do like Storm Kiss. I think Wesley... Um, maybe she moves forward off that Kentucky Downs race where she did get an 88 buyer. Um, and you're right, Shannon did not run well here on, uh, I guess it was Wednesday. But uh, Wesley's obviously trying to win the trainer's uh, title again here at Keeneland. So he's got five wins under his belt, and this, this horse has a chance. Um, you mentioned news. I don't think this filly will go off at 20-1 to, at to one with uh, Luis Saez. So... Uh, the fact that Keneally named Saez and he's 24% for Eddie uh, gives me an idea that this horse might be live and maybe has moved forward from those races back at Churchill in the spring where she really wasn't competitive to this level. But I think give her a chance at a price. And then always late for Rosario and Mott on the outside. Philly was um, stuck down the one hole last time out at Kentucky Downs. Not a great place to be there at six and a half furlongs, and she dropped back to dead last and came running at the end. Only got beat three quarters of a length. She was uh, the six to five favorite that day, and uh, she was always late at the wire. Just didn't get there. So maybe she'll get up in time. She might like the twelve hole better. She didn't like the one hole inside, and she seems to run better when she's drawn to the outside. So I'm gonna give always late a chance in here as well, and use her to pick four. Let's go to race eight, second leg of the late pick four. It's a first-level allowance on the main track at a mile and an eighth for three-year-olds and up. How do you see this one, Jim? I like War Campaign here. Uh, War Campaign ran against Creative Minister um, uh, and Rattle and Roll, two, two back, has just faced really tough competition, uh, both at FanDuel uh, Racetrack in Illinois and at Churchill Downs in the Bourbon Trail last time out. Got a 97 buyer and only lost by a head to homebrew and creative minister. It was a blanket finish at the end. At the end. So I think Corey Lannery on the inside, his typical trip, uh, gives this horse a big shot in here. I'm going to use Film Star for Florence Giroux, and I'm going uh, for Brad Cox. Horses, uh, obviously, 
only three lifetime starts and has a license to improve off that allowance uh, effort at Churchill Downs behind Uber Kirk and Gulfstream Way last time out. And I'm also a strong quality for Mark Cassie with a 93 buyer that backed up his 90 buyer uh, at Saratoga. So has run very well each race with five five races, one win, but three seconds and a third. So I think uh, strong quality has a big shot for Cassie if he moves forward up that 93 buyer. So only going to go three deep here in the pick four. I think I think that will get us through that leg possibly. I am going to go all in here on a 15 to one shot. I don't think we'll get 15 to one because it's Todd Pletcher, but the, the three horse gate runner went back and watched this horse's race and his last start, he got an 85 buyer, which was about a 13 point jump. If I remember correctly. And I liked not only the number, but the way that he won the race. First, he spread out the field, so that is often a, a sign of, uh, on the main track anyway, a quality race. There was a, a gap from sec- first to second and from second to third. And then I uh, watched the gallop out, and it's like this horse just rebroke and uh, pulled away again, even by a wider margin, going around the turn. So all of that I liked. Uh, the horse comes uh, came into Kentucky from Todd's New York string, and those have been the ones that have been running the best. And I just uh, just on the on the uh, I like the, the the number improvement on the buyer figure, but just on the eye test, I love the way this horse ran. So I'm gonna try to beat War Campaign with Gate Runner. I think War pa- War Campaign's the one to beat for sure. That has run well here. Uh, 97 buyer, but does come from uh, out of it, so maybe that could uh, give a, a little bit of an edge to, to Gate Runner. Uh, strong quality, you mentioned, uh, you know, 93 and 90 buyers in the last two starts off a layoff, so that certainly stacks up well. And then I'm, I would throw in both of the Brad Cox horses, um, Film Star and Higginson. Higginson won on debut. Film Star broke uh, his maiden by nine, so I'd hate to get beat by uh, a uh, promising young Brad Cox horse in a spot like this, but I am swinging for the fences here with Gate Runner. The uh, ninth race we've talked about, the tenth wraps up the uh, late pick four. It's a, a maiden race for three-year-olds and up, back to the turf at a mile and an eighth. How do you like that one? I like this one to spread. I, I didn't have a strong opinion at all here. So I'm going to use like six horses probably in the pick four. Uh, Timo for Jonathan Thomas, fresh out to a mile and a quarter last time out. That might have been a little much for him, but he was competitive. Only got beat. Only got beat for, for uh, uh, all the money by six lengths and got and finished second. Uh, Seventy-two buyers to start out his career at Saratoga. He, he debuted at a mile and three eighths. So they obviously saw something in this horse that told him it was going to be a distance runner. Mile and eighth is a cutback for a mile and a quarter. Maybe that suits him a little, a little bit better. Good soldier for Sassy Joseph and uh, Tyler Gaffleyone comes from a mile and a half race at Kentucky Downs where he finished. Second only got beat about three quarters. I'm going to use Karoom on the inside for Wayne Catalano, who's had a, all his horses ready this meet. And uh, interesting that he debuted this colt at a mile and an eighth on the turf. So that's a tough ask from the one hole, but uh, I'm just going to think that Wayne's got this one ready. Push button for Maker probably be the favorite after that 73 buyer at Kentucky Downs. You never know how those horses that run well at Kentucky Downs on their first time will adapt, but certainly ought to be fit off that off that race. Inbound for uh, Rodriguez with Pachiza. 
75 buyer last time I had Kentucky Downs, same race uh, vintage, vintage year came out of. And then Pancake House on the outside for Tom Drury might have favored this horse with a better uh, post draw that uh, has the best race at Keeneland. I think it's the only only horse, maybe Lola's Bow, one of the long shots raced here. But at Keeneland last April, had a 79 buyer and just missed breaking his maiden by three-quarters of a length. Came back as a favorite at Churchill, and now has had a little time off. So I think Drury will have this one ready, Pancake House, the 12 horse. So I'm going to go deep here, but uh, hard to pick a winner. Yeah, I'd say go as deep as your budget will uh, permit you to go on, on a pick four or pick five ticket in this last leg. I took Timo on top over Vintage Year. They both have Dynaformer in the pedigree, and the Dynaformer bloodline really seems to do well on this turf course, so I like that angle for both of them. I like the cutback from a mile and a quarter for Timo, and he's been consistent, and uh, Johnny V rides. The uh, 13 uh, was... Uh, third uh, behind a good group down at Kentucky Downs. Again, the, the Dynaformer uh, bloodline there is a grandson. So I think uh, one of those two uh, would be at the top of my list. Push button because it's Maker and Saez. Uh, the six good soldier with a 76 uh, buyer last time out. It's a solid number. Pancake House. I, I thought that was a, a good pick as well because the Drury angle and he's, he's 20% off the layoff and um, usually uh, picks his spots well. So I think those five, uh, I'm going to stop there for the for the budget on my ticket, but if you can go deeper, uh, go for it. So on the pick four ticket, I'm going to go two deep in the first leg, two and three, Empress Tigress and Storm Kiss, then one, three, five, six, ten, then two, nine, just smashing ticket, uh, smash ticket and midnight stroll in the feature, and then five, six, seven, twelve, thirteen, fifty dollar ticket for me. What's your ticket look like, Jim? Mine's only thirty-six dollars. Uh, two, three, four, twelve, with one six ten. Singling the two horse um, smash ticket in the Lexus Raven Run, going six deep in the finale. One five six seven nine twelve, and that's thirty-six dollars. So, best of luck with your plays on the Saturday card, and we will be back for another edition of the In the Money podcast to take a look at Sunday and the Grade Three Rudin Riddle Dowager here at KeelanSelect.com.